Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at SealCoatFlorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be your guide for the next uh, couple hours here of the program. It's two. It's two hours if, you're, if you've got uh, someplace to be, someplace to go. We, we don't want you hanging out for all day if you don't have to. It's two hours. Uh, hey, before we get started, though, let me go around the room and introduce my fellow patriots here with me today. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, thank you, sir. How are you doing today? Doing good. Everything going? Everything going all right? I know uh, you. You uh, last week you were you were turning wrenches. Yeah. So still success uh, or still uh, still uh, diagnosing and. Uh... No, it's 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 going. You know the okay. process is it's still a process, but it you know baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah, I got you. Listen, I, I, I uh, I'm learning as I'm turning. Oh, that's the, oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I had a little problem with uh with the uh, with the roadster this week. It ended up being uh, uh somebody uh, flipped a switch on the the shimmy shimmy uh shimmy bolts and uh, I, I hate got it little, when they do that. I got a little. I had to get out there with the like I told Kevin with the with the doppelhammer and uh, <laughs> put some put some plasma gigs into it and uh, get everything straightened out. But it worked out all right. So. Uh, it, it it wasn't too bad. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of uh, of Kevin, on my left, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Uh, how are you doing this week? I'm doing okay. 
anything and I, you know we used to ask this all the time but we get uh, we get sidetracked with crazy nut jobs like uh that hogue kid that take up most of our time but get back to it uh how are things in the world of law this week anything anything crazy anything odd anything you could change the names to protect the innocent anything going on this week um, not really that I can discuss right now because negotiations are ongoing. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I understand how that works. It's, uh, it's usually, at least for me, it's something like, uh, do I want bacon on it or I should probably not have the did bacon. Did you notice that was nice legalese for no? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. We're not, we're not discussing it. <laughs> we're not discussing it. We're not discussing it. Um, no, under, understood, understood. It's uh, it's been a busy week all, all the way around. We've uh, we've we've got uh, uh, quite a few things uh, to go over with you uh, this program. Um, I guess uh, the the first couple of things we're, we're going to get to are you know you, the, the standard stuff. The, we're going to get you some legal stuff. We're going to get you some uh, what's going on down there at uh, I can't even I can't even mention the kid's name again. I'm I'm I'm, I'm so tired of these, these, I, these. I got I got a good alternative. Go ahead, thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you're taking me there. Take us all there. If if we haven't learned anything from the Duke boys, never trust Boss Hog. Oh my God, that's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth right there. Hey, listen, that's that's absolutely right. Uh, you know where I come from. The Duke's a hazard's a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> I told that to my boss back in the day when I was in the aerospace business on the first trip. Across the country, I had to take with him. We were in a rental car, and he wanted to go up to see Fort Smith, and we'd miss the exit. But they were in the middle of remodeling the road, and they'd taken the guardrail down. Oh, boy. And there's about a 10-inch drop from where we were to the side road that went up to Fort Smith. Could you hear, in, in San could Francisco. You hear Waylon Jennings talking? And I went, <laughs> you really want to go? Yeah, hang on. And I snatched that rental car into second gear and launched that thing. Now, he was a founding member of SEAL Team 6. Right. All right. Big, tall, six, 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 seven guy. Just loped along when he walked. Great guy. Yeah. He left fingerprints in the dashboard of that car. <laughs> Did you get the insurance? Oh, I always got the insurance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't be gentle. It's a rental. <laughs> And uh, he took some great pictures when we were up there. The clouds were over the water, and it looked like the city was floating well, in clouds. How high did you get in that car? No, no, no. It's just, oh, the, way, just oh, the way San Francisco looks oh, when the fog okay. rolls in. I thought this was but, on the uh, jump. <laughs> but when we went to get back in the car, he was like, no, I'll drive. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, sir. Where I come from, the Dukes of Hazzard is a documentary. <laughs> and he's like, clearly, clearly, I'm still driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting the back. Getting the back. Put a blindfold on. I mean, if he's still Team Six, you know, that's that's, that's, that's how you drive around people in the car, yeah. Well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I, I got a, I, he had a picture in his office, and he was in the, the Brownwater Navy. Oh wow, uh, yeah. a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Him standing with a, he with was a, a frogman with, yeah. with a Thompson, with a Thompson in in greens. Right. Yeah. With brown shoes. He was there with uh, Lieutenant Magnum then. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. actually, I, 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 he used to laugh about that. He's like, <laughs> you know what? I don't remember him seeing him at all. <laughs> I, the shorts I, look familiar. Though. I was there, and I don't remember seeing him at all. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that's uh, that's 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 interesting. That's interesting. That uh, that's that same time frame. That's weird because you know we 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 throw out the the Magnum PI references here. Obviously, he's a he's a favorite of a couple of us here in the room. You especially. All of us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I believe uh, Kevin, you've got a pair of shorts. You've actually given me a hard time about the fact that uh, my uh, 
They're just some cargo shorts. They're just some tan cargo shorts. They're not really that much cargo-y. Right, yeah. There's no side pockets on it. And you saw me in them one time. They're more shorty than cargo And you went, yeah. Were you a seal in the 80s? What are you wearing those for? And I went, no. I was 70s. never a seal. <laughs> I was a turtle in the 70s. Yeah. Seal, when you're too old to be a seal, be a turtle. Be a turtle, yeah. You go slower, but you take all your stuff with you. That's true. That's true, yeah. That's um, why I love the ranger matches. The only thing you're allowed to live on the range is powder and lead. You have to pick <laughs> up your shell casings and put it back in your pack. That, my friends, will, short, will sort the men from the boys and the women from the girls, and the women from the men in a hurry. Oh, yeah. Because women got enough sense not to carry a bunch of crap that they don't need. These guys have got everything but a Cuisinart hanging on their rifle. Yeah, yeah. And ladies don't do that during those matches. They they only carry what's absolutely necessary. And they build a gun that's made for that match. Right. The other guys carry their battle rifles. Right, that, right. Don't carry your battle rifle to a ranger match. Carry a lightweight rifle to a ranger match. Uh, you know, you make a, you say uh, uh if you have to pick up your brass, it's very true. If you have to pick up your own brass, you're very, very careful with your shot placement. Anybody? Yes, you are. Yes, <laughs> you are. You, you, only, of rounds you, you, shoot. Don't, you want to just dump it down range because getting down on your hands and knees because you don't bend over with that pack on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bending over as you get older is, is uh, not as easy as it used to be. It's, well, it's not the bending over is not hard. It's the getting it's back the up getting again. Back it's up. the getting it's back, the getting up, back again. up again. Yeah. That ground gets further and further away. Yeah. The sky <laughs> does, too, yeah. once you're down there. <laughs> Uh, hey folks, we got a, we got a great show planned for you today. Again, stick around. We got uh, we're bringing you some legal updates. We got we're gonna go over some, you know some more of the president's uh, tweets I've got for you, and uh, we're gonna talk to you about uh, gun safety and swimming pools. A little bit about gun safety and swimming pools at some point during the program. So uh, uh, stick around. There, there's more show coming up for you. We are listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. 
Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT Training Pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT, S-I-R-T, training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, <sighs> mobile Keltech Studios. Mm-hmm. We're here, we're Shot Show. It's it's uh, it's sensory overload. I, you know, I, every time I see a product, I think, wow, what what you know, this is it. This is the one. Nothing's going to beat this. You, you kept asking me, what have I seen that I think's the coolest? Right. Uh, he's got we we got Itai here from Fab Defense. Yeah, yeah. Are, and uh, let me make sure we say it again. So for our friends here, the name, the name, his first name is Itai, Itai from Fab Defense. From Fab Defense. Kevin, Kevin, just go ahead. And go ahead. And, and I'm gonna. He's got two products I want to talk about. Uh, one is is uh, is is making me really breathe hard, and, and the other is a magazine extension that looks so absolutely benign, but is 
a, the craziest cool thing you've ever seen. Itai, t- tell us about the magazine extension for the Glock first. All right. So how you doing, folks? Uh, I'm Itai from Israel. Uh, we're talking about now the 4310. That is the name of the product. It's a difficult name. It's for the Glock 43, and it's going to enable you to have 10 rounds. So 4310. Comes with its own internal spring, so you don't have a spring compression issue. It just You take off the base plate and the base plate lock. You put this one on. It comes with its own spring. You put the magazine spring in it, and you have a 10-round 43. Uh, the great thing about this is uh, it's a polymer-injected. It's got a jigsaw design to it, so the whole thing just locks into itself. It's a very sturdy unit. You can drop. I, I, I've been when I was testing this, we were dropping this on concrete all day long. The, the magazine broke before this thing broke. He broke the magazine. It, ena- it <laughs> enables you enables you to have a, a 10 rounds in your Glock 43. Uh, gives you a full perch on the handgun, so your pinky now rests there. And uh, you got some two slots there if you need to do uh, emergency magazine removal. So you get a very firm grip on the magazine when you try to strip it off the firearm. It, I, I looked at the thing. It's, it's, I'm going to get, I don't know, 10. <laughs> you know, if I, I, carry I, a, I, I want two. If you carry two. a single stack, you got to carry, yeah. <laughs> exactly. carry a lot. You got a lot. Exactly. You got to carry a lot. The reason I'm going to carry that is because he's got a you call it an accessory what is it a a, a, a stock platform what what do you call the 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 kpos scout what it, what is that is it a- so this is a pistol to carabine conversion kit and what this does it, it takes your glock 19 or 17 or any of the 1917 comparable frame 22 yeah. 23 yeah those, yeah, exactly. The small frame Glock. The gen in in how <laughs> in Gen three, four, or five, and we oh, can take them all. That's okay. And handles five. And then it transforms it into a carabine by simply uh, slipping it into our KPOS Scout system. So uh, what we are renewing now in this Scout, because the KPOS G2 has been on the market for a few years now. Yeah, but I've got is, a previous version of this, and this one is infinitely easier to assemble than uh, the old one. Well, I'll be honest with you. The KPOS G2 was not that easy to assemble. It was easy. You didn't have to put any parts in, but we listened to our customers, and we heard what you guys wanted, and you wanted something that was easy, light, lightweight. Oh, it's light. And uh, non-NFA, so we took care of everything. So what we have here is you just click one button and you just slip the handgun right in. And you don't need to put anything on your firearm. You don't need to change it whatsoever. Uh, the other thing that we have, this is only 650 grams, uh, which is about a pound and a half, if I'm not mistaken. And this is due to the fact that this has a, a polymer-injected lower and a full aluminum upper. Now, the upper is milled, so you got the full pick rail on top milled to the whole upper and i said non nfa because we're going to get this in a, with our own special brace we just issued a patent on it this is the reason why it's not here at the show and this is going to be an amazing brace nice. uh, it's, it's so amazing that we're actually now showing it to israeli police uh, the mounted police, where they have uh, motorbikes, they're looking into it because it will enable them to use the Capo Scout 
um, while shooting one-handed. Now, if you've already got an an NFA-registered Glock, this is the perfect platform to use to turn it into a carbine. And I've got several (laughs) platforms of such a manner. And, and the, the thing that I always have the problem with with the, with the stock systems that I use for my Glocks is i got to take the stock off in order to stow the firearm. I can't. It, it just doesn't fold up. It's, it, it collapses in one version. Or it's a fixed stock, uh, which is a, a Swiss maker, that those guys must be seven and a half feet tall. Because I just shaved the back of it off so I could get my hand to the pistol. Um, You've got this, short arms. This... You can fire it with the stock folded nice. as a handgun with both hands because it's got a forward pistol grip uh-huh. because it's an NFA item. Or you can lock the stock back and fire it with the stock extended. Did I did I do a bad thing and touch I touched the microphone? I touched yes, the microphone. you did. Um, <laughs> when do you think you're going to be in production? Because I know the one oh. you've got here is a prototype. Yeah, this is a prototype here, but it's already in production as we speak. Oh, nice. uh, by well, the why end, isn't it here? Because <laughs> I like to do product demos, and I could have demoed this product. Not I could have driven out in the desert. Oh, yeah. Are you going to meet me at the NRA that? show in uh, coming up May? Yes. Dallas. We'll yeah, be there. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll be there. you'll get one then. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a it's going to be by the end of February we're going to have this one out and the brace is going to be probably by the end of March, April. That, that brace, I'm telling you, if you got a gun store and you sell Glocks and, that's, and that Scout conversion kit with a brace on it, you're not going to be able to keep your shelves full. I actually had a couple in the booth and I was telling you about this and they were looking for uh, something uh, for the wife. Uh, she's uh, a very nice elderly woman, and she wanted a self-defense weapon in case something goes bump in the night. And I told them, go for a Glock 40 cal. Got a lot of power in that. Put that into your scout, and you're good to go. Yeah, 40 cal. Yeah, you heard he that, right? He likes the 40 cal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Kevin and the 40 cal, they have this... Uh Symbiotic relationship. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, that's exactly. It's a good way to put it's it. A, yeah, yeah, they, they a, are, they are one. They are one. Oh, it's exactly right. That's what it is. It's a fetish. Well, if if you're gonna put a, your Glock inside a, a Scout where you have a, you can shoulder it, you can mitigate the recoil. Right, go ahead with a 40 cal. Why not? I, 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 that's why I have every 40 cal Glock ever made. There you go. Well, did, did, did 27 run in this? 27 being uh, the, the Glock 40 cal mini, the, the subcompact. Does it have a rail to it? No. 27. Then it no. will not. I could get a rail on it. 23. I know machinists. I could get a rail. You, you got to have a, a built-in rail. So oh, 19, no. 17, no. I know really, really good work. machinists. I was in the aerospace industry for 18 years. We, we, <laughs> I know we touched on, we, we, we glanced over it, we talked about to, you know steering away from NFA. Yeah. Well, how is this able to steer away from NFA? How are you able to use this Glock, take it a pistol, drop it into these, Once, these, these, these well, chassis not, and, and still be non-NFA? Again, I'm not a lawyer, but uh, if we look at the laws, uh, once you you have a, a brace right, where you are not shouldering the firearm, right, but you're uh, using the brace to support it on your arm, right, and when it does not have a, a forward grip, Correct, yeah. Then Which according to what I know strange, currently, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, does not count as a SBR. Right, and that's 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 exactly what, what we've seen, even though this is this is a brace, and, and it's kind of a, a little difficult. You look at a picture from the side, you're like, 
Oh, that's that looks like a stock or something. No, sure. Well, this is the stock. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Right? actually, you're oh, looking. Oh no, no, yeah, we're looking. We're looking at a picture you're of an looking. actual stock. Yeah, but yeah. but some of the braces are designed. I don't want to mention anybody's names, but they're, they're designed <laughs> to look exactly like a stock until you get up close and stick your nose in it and go, well, that's not exactly that's not what a it stock. is. Yeah. That's a brace. So that's what this is. You guys, like you said, you're designing your own braces. You're waiting for the approvals on them. Well, in Fab Defense, we manufacture everything in Israel. We actually design everything in-house. We manufacture the molds. The, the Everything that we do is in-house. We don't, nothing goes out and everything that's is wonderful. made in yeah. Israel. And uh, one of the things that we were looking at, we were saying there's a lot of braces out there. Yeah. But a lot of those braces, when we tested them, oh, you couldn't really use them as a brace. Um, well, they weren't designed to be braces. That was a lot of the, uh, the bend in the rules kind of thing here. Yeah. So we said, you know what? Yeah. We're going to eat the cake and keep it whole. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're going to give you a brace that will enable you to do right. whatever you want and still shoot one-handed. That's wonderful. Listen, uh, thank you for joining us on the program. Again, it's it's fabdefense.com. That is correct. Fab. Fabdefense.com. Check it out there. Uh, and listen, I'm sure within the within the next couple of weeks, Kevin will buy one and, uh, and we'll have <laughs> pictures of it being used in person. Buy two. Buy two. Yeah, he's got two hands. Well, no, uh, I think that was Earl saying he, I'm, he wants me to buy him one, too. You're yeah, listening to yeah. Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the SHOT Show floor. We'll see you after the break. Thank Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G U N T E C. USA.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the 2018 SHOT Show floor. 
Kevin Hurl, uh, you know, listen, there's a lot of products that I see out here on SHOT Show that I love. And I think, uh, listen, I'm going to come out here and I'm going to be able to see uh, new guns, new ammunition, new gear, you know, new, new everything. Uh-huh. I, uh, this last one, I, I kind of stopped in my tracks <laughs> and, and, and waited. Now, they weren't there. They weren't there, but I saw the signage and I waited hours. Uh-huh. I waited hours for them to come back, and, uh-huh. uh, and and we were able to meet. I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit. It wasn't hours. It was more like thirty days. Minutes, but yeah, it was days. It was days. Um, I want I want to bring in a, a new 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 guest to the program, new friend to the program. I'm telling you that right oh, now. It's already a new friend, friend of the program. Definitely so, friend of the program. So our our new friend Derek is with America Bourbon. America. America. Now yeah. listen, we. We put out Murica all the time on here, and I never thought to Murica bourbon. This is uh, this is wonderful. Now don't don't drink again, Earl. Don't drink again. Don't drink again. Listen, you know, if we were to, if, we were, if they were showing us new guns, we wouldn't be shooting them yet. You know. All right. We, we could touch Fine. the bourbon. You just can't drink it. I was just right. sniffing. All right, I'm you sniffing. can sniff. You can sniff. Uh, Derek, welcome welcome to the program. Thanks. Thank you for That's joining us. Appreciate tongue. that. Thanks for You're having not me. Not allowed to sniff uh, with your tongue. First off, veteran Jeez. owned. First off, the veteran owned. Tell me about uh, tell me about your service. What did you do? I um, was in the Marine Corps and uh, served in a Second Force Reconnaissance Company and then also Second Air and Naval Gunfire Liaison Company, Second Anglo Co. Well, well, uh, uh, that that sounds very interesting. I, I, maybe that's another program because I we, we 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 talk a lot about military issues on here and I don't think I've ever really run into anybody from that unit before. So maybe there's something we could talk about uh, there, just histories, so you know, and and and, and kind of things you've experienced over your life. But that's that's wonderful and thank you for your service. Thank you, I appreciate um, that. It uh, now, now let's talk. Now let's talk some bourbon. Okay. How did how did uh, from from all the things you've done with your life? How long have you been out of the military? Out of the Marine Corps? Uh, EAS in 1992. Okay, 92. And when did the bourbon company start? Uh, uh we launched in July of July? this year. Okay. Oh, excuse me, 2017. 17. So what's yeah. that? That's uh, 15 plus a 23 years. Yes, right. That's I do that math right. Okay. That's, that's a correct. that's a good aging. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, a, it's like a good bourbon, right? Or a good yeah. scotch, right? You I learn don't. you learn a little bit after that after you yeah, so get a little older now, a little longer in the tooth. How, how do you get into the bourbon business? How's that happen? Well, I started out, um, you know, I wasn't when you when I got out what I did in the Marine Corps, I w- really wasn't anybody who would consider ever punching a clock, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of had okay. a little bit of a rebellious spirit, right? Coming from the special operations community, right? And uh, I moved to Puerto Rico for a number of years, and uh, I kind of built a job for myself. Started an eco tour company where I was taking oh. people scuba diving and rappelling, and, yeah, nice. and uh, yeah. everything I was trained for because yeah. you know nobody was looking for a recon accountant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's hard yeah. to find yeah. a job shooting a 155 yeah. howitzer. That's too. right. I say yeah, there you go. I say so. the same things all the time. Yeah. In the Army, I, I yeah. learned to uh, I learned to kill people and uh, could really clean floors. That's right. Yeah. Really, yeah. really well. Yeah. 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 But that, that nobody was knocking on my door for that in right. Puerto Rico. Right. At right. least not the right people. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And so I did that for um, about seven years, and um, I decided that I wanted to move back home. I moved back to Texas and uh, started um, uh, working for more, I guess you consider in the corporate world, started working for a sourcing company called Source Plus, and um, we were doing a lot of fitness equipment. If you remember uh, the lateral thigh trainer on TV, was that stepper you saw late at night? Oh, yeah. Right. And for an old jarhead, it just wasn't (laughs) fulfilling, you know, doing these lateral (laughs) thigh trainers. And uh, um, I'd made some trips overseas working for that particular company. Okay. And uh, some, some some of the folks in Italy, I really liked the Italian wines, and they said, well, maybe yeah. you could help us find distribution oh, wow. okay. in the United yeah. States. Yeah. Um, was doing it for free, had some success setting them up with some distribution in Texas, where I'm from. I said, you know what? 
why don't I, you know, do this part-time and get my import license? Yeah. So I went ahead and got my import license, started a company called La Bella Vita Imports, and that led to a distribution license, which was Texas Top Shelf. And those five years distributing other people's um, spirits and wines, such as Lead Slingers, okay. I became the go- go-to guy for veteran-owned spirits okay. in Texas, so to speak. I, I Well, I, I had a bottle of Lead Slingers at home. Oh, I still have the bottle. <laughs> well, you, empty. you emptied it. Which yeah, one did yeah. you have? Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you remember? Yeah. No. No? Well, I, I, <laughs> I have the, I, that happens a lot to me. Because he emptied a, it. Age and, you know, the, the, the spirit itself. He remember, I've got some the, kind of disorder that makes me forget stuff, but I can't I remember, remember the name. Yeah. I remember the name. I'm good. Exactly. He remembered the name when the bottle was full, but by the time the bottle was empty, he didn't remember much. Well, yeah. I tell you, everybody always asks us about the name of this bourbon. It was a square And bottle. I said, well, there's two reasons we have the name. One is I'm an ex-jarhead. Yeah. Thought, I thought that's how it was spelled. Right, right, right. right. And the other thing is, I'm from Texas, and we've never said America. We've always said America. <laughs> America. So there you go. America. It's exactly how it's right. pronounced. That's right, America. Now, this is uh, t- tell us the process. How do you make a bottle of uh, America's uh, bourbon whiskey? Well, um, it's made in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. It's uh, uh, put in uh, American oak there. So we, okay. we, we, um, we barrel it for a number of years, and then it is sent to... Um, Terracentra, another company in South Carolina, okay. and it is put through a patented process that pulls out a lot of the impurities uh, and so forth, really gives it a clean finish. Now, now hold on a second. I've, I'm, I'm a bourbon drinker. Okay. I got one of them friends, and we all got one, that, that uh, if it's bourbon-related, he knows everything there is to know about bourbon, and he can quote you bourbon you know, literature from yeah. 300 yeah. years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. bourbon lore. And the first thing he tells me is, it's got to be from, it's got to be made in Kentucky to be bourbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what, you, what you, what's, what's what's the deal? Well, I mean, Kentucky got a little crowded with bourbons, <laughs> and, you know, so they, they had to expand into other states. Right. But it's more or less the process. That's it. Know? So and it's the process. If that, it's that's made right. according to a certain process, that, that's right. that makes it the bourbon. That's right. That's okay. right. Okay. Okay. Understood. And a lot of good bourbons coming out of a lot of different states now. You know, yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know. And, and uh, Earl, um, you happen to have a little sample in front of you, and I happen to have a little yeah. sample in front of me. Yeah. It's it's uh, too little. As well, you know, just, hey, we'll get we'll get back in line. We'll get back in line. All right, you. Okay. Uh, Derek, what should I be tasting when I'm tasting this uh, bourbon? Should have a little oakiness. Okay. Uh, a little vanilla, hints of vanilla to it. Okay. Really smooth. Girl, or you go ahead first. I don't little, want to be drinking little, at the little, same time. A little you know? caramel. Oh yeah. Some of the, some of the tasting oh, notes. Yeah. yeah. And we just won our first competition You're, we entered. We took silver and whiskey of the world's competition. Nice, right? nice. And, uh, which is pretty prestigious and not bad for our first, you know, yeah. shot at any. The world's a lot bigger ah, than Kentucky. Ah, a first shot. <laughs> oh, that was funny right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, well, you know. Out of a jarhead, no less. That's true. That's true. He's a got little, a rider. A little shot of freedom. Yeah, that. There, there you go. go. So you guys go ahead and enjoy your shot of freedom there. You got yeah. it there? You, you, go ahead and you do yours because yeah, I'm, I'm okay. going to keep talking. See, otherwise, you're just going to hear the two of us going, I don't oh, drink. man. Oh, man. How is it? How is it? Oh, yeah. You hated it, didn't you? Yeah. It tastes was, like soap. Oh. Yeah. Don't drink it. He'll take the bottle oh, and dispose of it Kevin, for you. Kevin, you're not going to like yours. You should yeah. give it to me. You should hand it over here now. Uh, she didn't get me one. That's because I drank it. That's because I drank it. All right. Here we go. Let me try this. Let's try this. Yeah, you know, that's called dead air when uh-huh. you do that. Oh. Um. Yeah, when you do that. <laughs> no, that's good because you got to let it sit. you got to uh-huh. feel what it's like. you got to uh-huh. roll down. you got to get you got to get everything. I was stationed at, I was stationed in Kentucky. I was stationed at Fort Knox, and we used to go to all of the uh, all of the distilleries. 
because they love the soldiers. That's shocking. Were you an infantry? No, no, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was a tanker. Okay. Because in a tank, you can carry more bourbon than <laughs> you can in the infantry. There's, There's a lot more room in the tank than in a tank as that's well. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. You know, did you know that a bourbon bottle is about 120 millimeters round? <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> you can take, have, take, I like where you're going with that. You can't shoot live rounds. You're just going out shooting laser rounds. You could put 14, 15 bottles of bourbon inside the main gun <laughs> and just keep it in there. They never break open the breach to take why, a look in there. Why is his magazine truth. full? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm right. never telling you the truth. Hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, boom, with a cannon. That's exactly. again. He's a funny Another, guy. There you go. Yeah. Derek, where's where's the distribution? Where where can you? What stores can you find this in? Okay, we're selling online in 42 states right now. Okay. Uh, we're available. We launched in Tennessee uh, last week. Uh, we're available all throughout the whole state of Texas, uh, Montana, and we're going into Colorado um, next week. So uh, we're growing pretty quickly. Nice. And that's and you could buy it online. You say you can't. You, you can't, can't find it uh, in your in your that's home right. state. That's right. Unless it's a control state, you can go to AmericaBourbon.com. And that's that's America with an M. That's well, right, that's how it's spelled, right? Yeah, like we talked yeah. about. We, we already covered that. America. 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 I'm just, just restating. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Derek, thanks for joining us on the program. Oh, we hope to have you, so you back much. on. Uh, we, we, we love, we, I, I, listen, I love me some American bourbon. And we literally just got our sample bottle, or, you know, our display bottle stolen from us, and they're down there uh, pouring it for uh, for the rest of the crowd. And I'm I'm going down there to get some more. So, yeah. Well, I too. might I might know a guy who can get you another Oops, bottle. Really? Right yeah. Wonderful. Hey. Wonderful. Yeah, there's there's a good a, chance of that. He's a good guy to have around. <laughs> well, Ameri- uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. AmericaBourbon.com. M-E-R-I-C-A. AmericaBourbon.com. Check him out. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Shot Show 2018. We'll see you after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Hey, this is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program dedicated to helping injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved and make a donation today at hometownheroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. Uh, gentlemen, uh, folks, I don't know if you saw this in the news. We want to we want to get this out there. We've got to, we've got some beliefs, some ideas. We're gonna we're gonna go over with you, but wanted to uh, pass this on. A seventy-five million dollar lifeline means bankrupt Remington can keep making guns for now. Remington's one of the U.S.'s oldest big gun manufacturers. Uh, they should still be able to continue making firearms as it winds its way through bankruptcy thanks to the approval of loans in the company. Uh, Remington filed for bankruptcy protection this past weekend, hit by the falling gun sales and around $950 million of debt that it's hoping to mostly shake off through the bankruptcy process. Kevin, when you saw this story, we uh, we started to have a, a lot of ideas and a lot of thoughts flowing, and, and well, you, you made some very good points there on the break. One of the things that I think probably contributed to this is, is you know, they're – they're they're making business decisions based on what they expect the market to do, right? But they also ended up with some huge uh, liabilities, where they had to do recalls and and pay uh, liability settlements because of personal injury, as a result of a trigger defect in the Model 700. When the engineers redesigned the Model 70 into the Model 700, the intent was to make it cheaper. We, right. we need to cut the cost. The Model 70 was too expensive to make. So we're going to make it cheaper by redesigning it into the Model 700. The problem was that some of the configurations of those particular platforms resulted in what amounted to, and, and we don't usually use this word, but an accidental discharge. It wasn't negligent. Right. Uh, there was something wrong that with the, the trigger assembly so that when you close the bolt, the f- weapon would discharge. Yeah. Which yeah. is 
which is not a real good thing, a good thing. to have happen when you're about to go hunting. Um, unless you really want to have the most awkward mechanical trigger ever. Um, and I suppose you could train yourself into using the bolt closure mechanism as part of your firing regiment, but it's not really the best um, way to really group well. Soldiers know how to do this because when they, oh, use, they, the, do. When they use the miles system, you use blanks to cycle the gun back and forth, and the and the force of the bolt uh, landing on the uh, on the the breech is enough to activate the laser to come out. Well, so if you don't want to be heard doing this, you you cheat. You aim your gun. You you, you lock your bolt to the rear, and you let it slide forward, and all you get is the clink rather than the boom. So soldiers know, <laughs> know, know how to do this. Yeah. You cheat. Kobayashi Maru. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. I change the parameters. I change the parameters of the test. Uh, it's also true of uh, if you look at the infield. Yes. You'll see some of the guys that used to run the infield, if they really were in the soup deep, uh, they would depress the trigger, and the round would fire as soon as the bolt was closed because it cocks on closing, not right. on opening. Yeah. So you could you could really cycle an infield fast. You could cycle infield fast without right. uh, man- manipulating the trigger, but you can fire an infield even faster if you depress the trigger and just start slamming the bolt on. Kind of a, I was going to say, kind of a, a, a early not, slam fire. It's but, not quite a slam fire. Right, right, right. Actually, it would be a late slam fire yeah. because the the 1897 is a is the early slam fire. Right, right. There's no disconnector in the 1897. Got it, got it. At um, least not in mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one, of the, one of the things I would, when we, we talked about and when we saw this story was, listen, there was a, the industry went through a, a, a huge change uh, after the, the Newtown shooting at uh, Sandy Hook Elementary. Um, that was when, uh, you know, president, uh, well, the last president, I'm not going to say the guy's name. The last president was still in office and he came you know, he got on stage with the kids and the tears and, and everything else. And we're going to, we're going to outlaw guns and I got a pen and a phone and we're going to make this happen. Well, the, the gun buying public went out and bought everything they could afford. People that had never bought guns before bought three, bought three. Uh, I, I mean, I equate this to imagine if your, your government comes down and says, we're never going to sell cars again, another new car again. You've if you got, don't have it now, you're never going to get it. That's it. It's Cuba in 1950. Right. And people went out and bought three new cars. They could afford oh, one. Yeah. They took out a loan. They put it on the credit cards, whatever they did. They bought they bought three new guns. And they parked one. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Right. And so that happens. And then a year later, they say, uh, psych. We're, we're, we, got, well, we, we got new cars coming. Well, I have litigated and you have testified about right. this very set of circumstances. Right. Uh, that, that the buying frenzy in the public after... Newtown was beyond anything that had ever been seen in the industry before. Correct. Uh, and a lot of companies thought that groundswell was going to continue. It was a bubble that would never burst. Yeah. And while it was shorter in duration, it had the same, the, the avarice of some of those manufacturers right. was exactly the same thing that happened in the mortgage industry. Yeah. Uh, as a result of the Clinton administration saying you have to qualify people for loans, they have the right to buy a house, right. even though they can't make the payments. Right. That's not relevant. Right. Write it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we ended up with a huge bubble that burst and uh, nearly bankrupt this country. Yeah. Um, ask Lehman Brothers how much that how fun right. how much right. fun that was. Right. Uh, Remington has basically gotten themselves in kind of the same boat, and there's a lot of small manufacturers. Right. That uh, have suffered similarly. That you know, there there are more companies that are in the rifle manufacturer business now that are going under than uh, 
than there are in existence. Yeah, a lot of them went out of business in that first year or two. You know, everybody went out and uh, bet the bank, the smaller ones, the medium, the smaller ones. They bet the bank and uh, uh, you know thought this is going to last forever, and they you know were uh, were eating caviar and driving Corvettes. And uh, it, it didn't last, and they went under. Remington's one of those ones where, I, listen, right now go out and uh, look at a Remington. You know, this was designed around the, the evil assault rifle. But go look at some of the Remingtons or Smith & Wesson's rifles that were costing 800 to to $1,000 before, uh, you know, Sandy Hook. And now you see them for, I saw some this week, some AR pistols for 400 and some odd dollars. Well, listen, that's that's not... A company that's oh wow they found a way to cheapen the process and give us high quality. That that's somebody trying to pay the power bill. That's exactly what that is. That's yeah. that's you know this is a six hundred dollar gun, but I like exactly like Earl said I can't pay the power bill with this six hundred dollar gun. However, I can sell it for four hundred and maybe keep going again until the next you know uh, rush comes through. Right. They're hoping that something will happen that will bring the industry around, and the election of Trump put a lot of gun buyers in the position that we don't have anything to worry about. Right. Well, you may not have anything to worry about for a little bit, but with what's going on politically now, we're probably, as as the gun-owning populace of this country, are probably at greater risk now. Between now and four years, maybe five years from now, than we were at any time during the Obama administration. Yeah, there's a lot to be concerned about. I, I honestly believe the president, he's got our back. Uh, we know we lost a couple of state issues, local issues. But I want to tell you, this is, folks, this is exactly what we told you a year ago. This is exactly what we, the three of us sat here and talked to all of you about. Don't sit back on your laurels. This is Something's going to happen, and the opposition is going to mount an anti-gun campaign and take away take away guns just because Mr. Trump is our president doesn't mean he can stop what's going to happen at your local election or what's going to happen at your state elections. You know, elections have consequences, and you ended up, you know, listen, people didn't support it. I'm not saying you in particular, folks. I'm saying people, you know, said, well, this is not going to happen. We don't have to worry about it. And look what happened. You have to make contact with your with your state organizations, whether you like the NRA or not. They're the, the nation's oldest civil rights organization fighting for your Second Amendment rights. I don't have to agree with them 100% of the time, but you know what? 80% of the time, they're going to bat to protect my, for everything I agree with, for civil rights and for firearms. You, and I, Listen, I'm not getting a dime for, from the NRA for telling you this, but them, USCCA, Second Amendment Foundation, every state organization out there, you need to stand up for because this, this, is, this is what's going on. I'm a member of all of those, and I'm also a member of the ACLU. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a member of the uh, uh, um, Jews for the Firearm Prevention. <laughs> it's, I, because you know what? I, I know what happened there in 1933, and I'm not going to let that happen again. We have good friends that we know that uh, that are in the organization. Uh, hey, folks, listen, that's the first hour of the program. Uh, we've got more coming up for you uh, in, the, in the next hour. Uh, I believe Major Bill will be joining us in the second hour as well. Uh, he's on he's on track to join us. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, hey, listen, stick around. We've got a great program uh, going to continue for you after, after the break. But until then, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. And we'll see you next hour.
past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Caltech Studios, as we do every week, each and every week. Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce all the gentlemen here with me. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great, 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 great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back, good to be back. Thank you, sir. Thank you for uh, thank you for joining us uh, uh, as you do each and every week here on the program. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when I'm running late, you, you you sit behind the big microphone and <laughs> take it right down the street. The both of you do. So that was still great. I listened to that again the other day, and uh, I was like, man, those guys did a good job. Uh, let me let me bring the other guy in that did the good job. On my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Um, I, I do that. Listen, we, uh, at, at folks, we, I don't know how often you guys listen to it, but folks, I, I tend to listen to it. I like to listen to production value. I like to hear, uh, you know, how we sound together. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I guess it's just more for, you know, trying to improve on what we do. We always want to give you, a, you know, a better product. Uh, so I, 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 I don't, it's not like I obsess, oh my God, I got to listen to it. It just was one of those things I was driving and uh, had, had a long drive and I said, I'll listen to it. And I thought, wow. These guys sound really good. You know, talking about Earl and Kevin. Every, every sound, everybody sounds really to good. It on the way to the show, I did that as well. Know what uh, we were doing? Uh, I did. I, I did that they, as well. What are they oh, gonna... They're throwing me under the bus. <laughs> they're throwing me under the bus. I know it. I know it. Oh, but uh, you know, that's. Uh, I think it's important. I think that's important so we can give them a, a better show. I know Earl, you listen to it during the week when you're posting it up online. Yeah, I have to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and Kevin does as well. You know, my, Kevin, my Kevin walks into condolences. places. condolences. I apologize. So, yeah, I got I to suffer through this twice. <laughs> All the little pygmies in New Guinea. I just, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's interesting. And we've had this conversation. I'm not sure if, uh, you know, listeners, we've had this conversation with you before. But when I listen to it, I don't hear me because my voice sounds different than it sounds when I'm talking in my head. Uh, everybody knows that. You hear yourself oh, recorded. Yeah, you yeah. hear yourself recorded. And you're like, that doesn't sound anything like me. So it's, I can actually listen to us on the radio and i think 
well, that doesn't sound anything like me. In fact, you and I got into an argument because you said, it sounds just like you. I don't sound like me. <laughs> and, and I was right. Yeah, and you were wrong. Exactly and you right. finally had to admit it. Yeah, yeah exactly well, right. And then to me, both of you sound the same, and I sound different. Yeah, see, it's... I don't sound anything like him. No, you don't. No. <laughs> but you sound like yourself. Well, I've learned to accept that. But you, know, you listening to yourself speak is unusual for you. What's even more unusual for me is when I read a deposition or right. I read a transcript of a hearing and I realize... You're like, man, that was I good. S- I sound so much smarter than I really am. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, it's you get in the moment and, and literally a little voice starts whispering in your ear. And I know, I know who it is. It's yeah. Daniel Webster. Right, it's, right. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's Abraham Lincoln yep. going, yep. no, 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 say this. Right. And, and I'll... I've had arguments that I got presented with something I'd never even imagined in a million years would be presented, right. and I was done. Even the judge would come up to me later and go, that was a brilliant argument. Um, what did I say? <laughs> to go back and read the transcript, I was like, I'm just bailing water as fast as I can. Going, Where did they come up with this? What? The Shamag defense? What the heck is that? Either, well, he was wearing a mask. It's a respirator. Yeah. He's in a paint booth. He's supposed to be wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, but that, anyway, folks, we're always hoping to bring you a better product, and that's kind of the way we we, uh, we do it here together for you. Um, hey, we talked a little bit about schools with the with the, the them, them crackpot kids, uh, you know, the, the paid liberal mouthpieces. We shouldn't call them yeah. crackpot kids. They're paid liberal mouthpieces. There's plenty of kids down there that are speaking you know, right down the middle. They're speaking to the left, and they're speaking to the right. Uh, but these kids, obviously, down there, that we're seeing on TV all the time, uh, the boss hog kid that you called him. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You know, they're, they're paid liberal mouthpieces. Well, uh, we had uh, meetings at my daughter's school where they talked about security. They talked about firearms in the school. Uh, she happens to be in one of those uh, schools. She's in, a, she's in a private school where they're they're all aboard. You know, they're you come in here and be a bad guy and be met with deadly force. Uh, so it's, it's a really good school, and I got further affirmation of that this week as I was sitting with her, helping her with her homework. My... Uh, my wife doesn't like to help her too much with the homework because uh, they end up, uh, you know. She doesn't want to get stumped. Yeah, well, well you know what? Wife's not that <laughs> oh, bad. Oh, I did no, not no, say I, that. It, it ends up being a knockdown drag out uh, over, a, over a matter of opinions. Well, well, got, they did, they both write sevens differently and they write fours <laughs> differently and then it becomes a whole big thing. Right. Well, I can say it because I know I can't handle this new math. <laughs> Ugh. Well, I got drawn into a uh, history is my topic. It was one of, you know, one of the big ones for me in uh, high school, college and beyond. And. I'm sitting there, and, and I'm, I'm going through her, her her quiz questions, and one of those questions was, and I'm going to ask you gentlemen for your opinion, this U.S. president helps spread democracy around the world. And I want to get your opinions on who you think that might be. And then I'll tell you what the school says and what the textbook says was, was the right answer. Well, I guess it depends on your definition of spreads. Yeah, true, true. Uh, well, let's go with nonviolent, without, without, without I, I would go okay. I would go with Jefferson. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. French Revolution. Absolutely right. Yeah. 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 I I have no nothing on that because I I don't remember my history class on that aspect of it. So. And and I I thought about it too. I thought well you know. Um, Reagan did it. Well, you know, I thought well manifest destiny. We spread we spread democracy west through our own country. Then I thought no, they've got to be going for uh, um, uh, Theodore Roosevelt. You know, with the the the. 
when he put the navy uh, in the water and made him sail around the Pacific and and showed you know how how, how mighty America was through our navy at the turn of the uh, the, the walk 19- softly and carry a big stick exactly exactly and I thought that's, that's not much be. democracy well it was it was it showed the world hey we're we're a big boy on the block you know we're we're not uh, we're not a little guy anymore we're a big boy on the block and they they took democracy to Cuba they took it to the Philippines they they took it around uh, Asia they they we dealt with Spain over it and I thought that's got to be it that's got to be it and then sure enough I went in her book. This president spread democracy around the world. And this is the, their textbook, Ronald Reagan. And mm. I thought, and I thought, I'm, I want to go back. To, I want to go to this school. I, I, wanna, <laughs> I, know, I know she's in middle school, but I want to go. I want to sit in this class. I want to sit in this class and hear the teachers say, Ronald Reagan spread democracy around the world. And I'm going to just clap. I'm just, you know, I'm going to clap. I'm going to cry. I'm going to be like, I was there. I was there. But it was, it was. I knew she was in the right school. You actually voted for him while you were still a 16-year-old black Marine Vietnam veteran. I, I did. I did. Um, I, I committed a crime. Yeah, uh, I remember hearing I, that. I, uh, I wanted to vote for him in uh, the 84 election. I was uh, 16 at the time and not able to vote, but I got myself a fake ID, and I remember going to vote. You had to have ID to vote then, and I, st- I went in there, and I stood in this, this with this woman, and she looked at me, and she said, you were a black Marine in 1968. And I said, war does terrible things to a man. <laughs> she said, what are you doing here? I said, I'm, I'm here to vote for President Reagan. And she said, welcome home, Marine. And let me in. <laughs> and she let me in. Wait a minute, Kevin, what's the statute of limitations on something like that? And yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, okay. Woo! Woo! Uh, hey, folks, stick around. we got a great hour coming up for you. Major Bill later in uh, this hour. And, uh, and there's just more great program coming up after the break. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. Hey, be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training at nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. Get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You could choose from the Model 110, which is the Glock lookalike, the Model 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, the pocket pistol, the CERT AR bolt, and the CERT AR training rifle. Don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you get time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com, and tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Uh, gentlemen, we, uh, we hit it uh, when we started the program. We said we were going to talk about a little bit about swimming pools. Movie stars. <laughs> uh, you know what? No matter how many times I hear that, I hear the Dice Clay version in my head and not <laughs> not the, uh, the, the well, actual. I'm a little younger. I hear Beverly Hillbillies. Well, I hear that in my head, too, but I also hear... Andrew Dice Clay's version, and that's you have to stop right there. Uh huh. Yeah. That's, that's why it. he that's got thrown off the MTV. You, you, you guys know that I watched that show before it was in reruns. 
Yeah. You, yeah. you probably helped with the He, he helped with, he helped with the move. Yeah. What are you talking they, about? Uh, no, no. How do you think he, Granny got that yeah. chair up there? He loaded that, him up that, on the truck. That was my truck. That was my truck. Oh, exactly. Uh, all right. Gun safety and swimming pool safety. Well, where are you going, Mike? Where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? I'll say maybe if you're a SEAL, you have to combine the two. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We did a little bit of water training in the Army, but it was... It <laughs> that was with a board. <laughs> it's not the same thing. I was trying to figure out where to go with it. And <laughs> just, <laughs> just make sure you get the drain the water out of the barrel. And why? It, it doesn't compress. And yeah, why yeah. do you always use gravity and not a water hose? Oh, because if you use a hose... The Japanese learned it's actually moving it fa- faster than the gra- than the force of gravity, and you will drown your uh, your subject. Your your your. But uh, gravity. Willing participant. You can breathe through. Right. And you won't drown them, but a hose not so much. The Japanese used that same technique during World War II, and they drowned a lot of prisoner prisoners, the British prisoners that they were interrogating. Oops. Oh, those Japanese. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's, um, and listen, I recently read New York Times uh, book study. It's called Freakonomics. The book was uh, from 2005, uh, Freakonomics. Book studies the riddles of everyday life. It discusses and shares answers to questions like, what is more dangerous, a gun or a swimming pool? What do school teachers and sumo wrestlers have in common? How much do parents mm-hmm. really matter? Uh, I, I, I could let you know right now. Unless Earl has the answer to it, I'm not going to go over what school teachers and sumo wrestlers have in common. That's that's something. Oh come on, I want to know a, that one. Well, 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 you know what? I'll I'll I'll, I'll Google it up. Okay. There, there are there are book. a lot of yeah, things yeah. in that book that make you go, oh wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do. Yeah. You should read that book. It is it is no, I, I do have the book. I do have the book. And now that no, you mean you should read it. I, I, no, it's right now. It's holding up a table. All right? <laughs> Let's keep it at level. All right, come on now. Uh, here here's here's some facts for you. Each year. There is one child killed by a gun for every one million plus guns. These are more realistic numbers. This is not what you're going to see from the from the Mother Jones, from the Every Town for School Safety, the Crazy Moms Against the World. This is the this is where I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, yes, sir. The understanding is yes. that every human being on the planet was one time a child. Yes. And so you're somebody's child. Yes. So if you were killed, yeah, with a firearm, yeah. Mother Jones counts it as a child being killed. Or at least once. Maybe because even more you than that. Yeah. were a child Correct. of somebody. Correct. And therefore, you get counted as a child's death. Right. Now, that's truthful, right. but not accurate. Right. That's all I had to say. Right, yeah. Now, these are children under 10, and these are, I would call them intentional violent means or accidental means. This is these these are these are how the these children that would, would pretty be much cover everything. Well, yeah, yeah. On yeah, purpose yeah. or not on purpose. Right, right. I mean, listen, when you get to the under ten, and I'm not saying this doesn't exist. Uh, the I, I've heard of suicides uh, with an eight year old before. That's still on uh, purpose. Um, yes, yes, yes. So uh, there's an on purpose and a not on purpose. Correct, correct. So you're looking at about 300 million guns, roughly, and you're looking at under 300 children. Under the age of ten that are that died via violent means with a with a firearm. Okay. All right. mm-hmm. Swimming pool accidents. Looking at the numbers, likelihood of death by pool is one in eleven thousand. Versus one in a million. Versus plus. one in a million by gun. Ooh, those odds ain't that good. No. You know what that means? Uh, 
you, you, we should ban swimming pools. That, that, but listen, by the arguments we hear every day against firearms, that's exactly what that means. That's because the swimming pools are walking around drowning children. Yeah. yeah. Just like the guns are walking around shooting kids. Yeah. Children. It's not 10. the parents that are keeping the children from drowning. Right. And it's not the people using the guns that are killing anybody. Children under the age of 10 are far more likely to die in swimming accidents uh, than by guns. Uh, listen, we happen to live in uh, southern states. We, we live in uh, a place where it's a, it, it might get to freezing once a year and people freak out like it's uh, the apocalypse. You know, it's because it is. Well, yeah, it's it's cold. I, it, listen, I'm, folks, they put blankets on trees down here. Uh, you know, for all our friends listening to us. Got to protect the oranges, it, it, man. In Seattle uh, and up north in New York and Colorado, they put blankets on trees. And and they well yeah, there's my oranges I gotta protect my oranges exactly uh, and these are the people at home now the the industry you, you, they actually keep the water running on them because when the water is running on them it uh, it raises or lowers the freeze point and no uh, water freezes the, the water degrees. the water freezes it, but it insulates and protects and it insulates the protects the tree yeah because yeah. uh, there are a few times it'll go below 32 yes yes and if you freeze the fruit. It's better than letting it hit by the air, I guess. It's not the fruit that you're trying to save. It's the it's tree. It's the tree. It's the tree. So you'll put the micro jets on the base of the tree. Right. Ice will form around the base of the tree, and it'll keep the cells of the tree from bursting because it acts as an insulator. There you go. Exactly right. And actually, a good good cold snap uh, sweetens, sweetens, sweetens up the oranges, yeah. too. See, what I, that's true. I do know that. Um, what I like to do is if there's a cold snap coming, I... Uh, I light every other tree on fire. <laughs> that technique is actually referred to as smudging, and there yeah. used to be burners that would they would set and, right. and make pots. a lot of yeah, smoke. Smudge pots, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've used those before, but for a entirely different reason. Because <laughs> yeah. we were trying to avoid mm-hmm. indirect fire. Yeah, yeah. That's, never mind. That's it. No, forget that story. Move along. Move Damn along. Yankees. <laughs> the uh, swimming pool accidents, one in 11,000 versus one in a million for firearms. These are... Uh, these are the arguments we hear. You know, we, we, we don't we don't hear about, oh, my goodness, you know, the kids die in the pools. I, I think I started to go with we're, we're down in the, in the southern states. This is common occurrence we see on the oh, news. Oh, it happens all common. the time. It's, it, it happens far too often. Well, it happens about one in every 11,000, you know, uh, uh, children, but far too often. And these are kids, uh, you, a lot of them are infants. This is the three, four years old and under that wander into the pool and can't swim. Yep. We also see a lot of. Uh, you know, uh, people that go to the ocean, they you know, go over to the beaches or whatever, and they're not, whether they're from uh, center state or they're from, uh, you know, up a little bit further north and they're not used to, maybe they can swim in a pool, but they're not used to the riptides. Uh, a, a lake like yeah. is not the ocean. Oh, yeah. yeah the ocean yeah, is not yeah, a big yeah. lake. Ocean will roll you around and, uh, and, and spit you out. And beat you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And will pull you down and keep you there for, you know, half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Lakes so, don't really do that to you too much. No. No, they don't. They, they don't. Uh, but then again, you got the... Uh, you got the alligator lake down there at Disney World, so you know, <laughs> with the with the with the kid. And... I I have uh, I have skied in Lake Jessup, and it was like trying to ride around in a parking lot with speed bumps. Oh yeah, there yeah, were so it, many alligators. It is. <laughs> I, I don't. I forget if it's. There's three of them. There's Lake Jessup, Lake Monroe, and uh, uh, and Lake Apopka. And I know that those those names don't mean anything to you if you're listening to us in Lubbock, Texas. Texas, but those three lakes right there, highest. Density of alligators per per per, uh, per volume per square foot, whatever you want to do it in the world. They these are evidently over the years when the trappers would catch them, they would go yeah. throw them in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, those are the big lakes they used to take them to. And now it's to the point where they're like, okay, we don't need uh, we don't need a boat. We can walk across the lake on the backs of alligators. Well, if it gets yeah. too dark out in Lake Jessup, you can shine a spotlight across the water, and the reflection off the lights 
of their eyes you is enough light for an airplane to land. <laughs> it's, it's that I, much light. I used to go down and I worked uh, with the sheriff's office up there uh, around Lake Apopka, and we'd go down there at night, and you'd, you'd get down on one of the ramps right at the water level, shine the spotlight across, and it looked like uh, nuclear boomer submarines just resting on the water. <laughs> you know, you're, you know, you're like, oh, my goodness, look, look at this. Look at all it's, those. It's incredible. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, it, if there's a body of water in Florida, there's a gator in it. <laughs> that's, it's, it's not behind my house. Yeah, not behind your house. Yeah, not because he's got Kevin has no gator signs. I do. Facing yeah. the water. I do. Exactly. And they, and so they, 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 they get there so. and they go, we're not allowed to be here. Because <laughs> it works on gun-free zones. It ought to work on alligators. Absolutely right. Just like right here in the studio where it says no no, 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 fluid, drinks. no drinks in the studio. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, folks, uh, stick around. Uh, we got more program coming up for you. We'll be back. We'll be right back with you after the break. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Staff Sergeant Emmanuel Pickett died April 6, 2008, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Pickett, 34, of Teachee, North Carolina, was assigned to the 1132nd Military Police Company, North Carolina Army National Guard, Rocky Mount, North Carolina. He died in Baghdad of wounds sustained when enemy forces attacked with indirect fire. 
Pickett joined the National Guard in 1992 as a telecommunications operator and later was a chemical operations specialist. He deployed to Iraq in 2004 with the National Guard's 30th Brigade Combat Team and became a military police officer in 2006. In civilian life, Staff Sergeant Pickett was a police captain. In his 13 years with the Wallace Police Department, he began a crime watch in his neighborhood, helped start a program to mentor fatherless kids, and coached youth basketball. Army Staff Sergeant Emmanuel Pickett, you are not forgotten. If you have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give us a call at 407-480-2179 or anytime at 407-467-4960 and at always www.maxlaurelando.com. Kevin, thank you again for sponsoring the segment, folks. If you know anybody you'd like to hear in the Fallen Hero segment, just reach out to us. Go to armsroomradio.com. There's a there's a bunch of different ways to get a hold of us, and we'd be honored to, uh, to do the Fallen Hero segment on uh, your recommendation. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, Major Bill. Major Bill is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Uh, Major Bill, uh, welcome back to the program, sir. Ground control to Major Bill. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Ground control. Hey, guys, how y'all doing today? Bill. Uh, doing well, doing well. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, how has your week been so far? Uh, the week has been it's been busy down here, down south. So uh, that, that's all I can really say about that. Gotcha. Go under, understood. Understood. Yeah, down there at uh, in the south. Well, it was a full moon. It, oh yeah, a full moon. Last yeah, night. that's right. That's right. Um, in fact, I think is it a new moon or a full moon we got coming up for Friday the thirteenth later in the month? I, I have to I have to check. I think well, it would have to be a new moon because we just finished we just the had full the full moon. moon. Yeah, so it's new. it's going to be a new moon Friday night. So a very dark Friday the thirteenth. So yes, yes. It's, uh, you know, it's, Good. If it's if it's going to happen, that's probably when it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, so, uh, so Major, what uh, what do you have for us today? How are things uh, How are things going? What what kind of stories we got going on? Well, you know, I, I had some others from last week. You know, coming the, the funny stuff, but you know, I, I came across this one, and for some reason, I thought of Kevin uh, <laughs> in, in, in the in the in the legalese way, I should say. Right. Uh, but here's the headline, and tell me what you think of it. New York. Usually it's out of Florida, but here we have New York yeah. makes police having sex with someone in custody illegal. Uh, Do you know uh, how many uh, DUIs that's going to stop from happening in New York? <laughs> it's, it's, At uh, least all the breathalyzer tests are yeah. out. That's right. You know, the confusion of the breathalyzer, yeah. uh, I'm sure, <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh. will be an issue with that. But this one uh, specifically... You know, it, New York has made it illegal for police officers to have sex with someone while in custody, closing a loophole in the law up there. Now, that's a loophole. I, I now that's a loophole. I got to read well, the case that caused this. This sounds great. <laughs> well, you, yeah, it was reported yeah. by. It was reported that the, uh, the lawmakers up there in New York passed a bill on Thursday. That says people in custody are unable to consent to sex, essentially banning cops, and, and I like the wording here, banning cops from sex with detainees. 
The new law will prevent police officers from avoiding sexual assault charges by claiming sex with someone in custody was a consensual event. I, I know the title of the statute, so, Kevin. It's Fifty Shades of Grey Bar. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Come on. Come on. Boo. Uh, that, was, that was heinous. <laughs> oh, wait. What kind of sex are they talking about? That's just now, wrong. You know, now, now, Mike, you, you love the governor up there, right? He's, he's about as popular up there as the mayor. Wow. Uh, Another great guy. Another great guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he comes out and says, and I quote, I am proud that this common sense reform closes this egregious loophole once and for all, and I urge other states to follow suit, Governor Andrew Cuomo uh, told uh, in a statement. Well, I don't what? know about you, but... Uh, again, I, I think that's uh, a, a no-duh moment that you don't do stuff like that. What What in the world is he talking about? This is a common-sense law to keep cops from having sex with detainee. Now, hold on. Is It says can't have sex while someone's in custody. Are we talking about the same person? Like, okay, you're in custody. You stay here in the back of the car. I'm going to have sex with somebody else. Or are they talking about with the detainee? No, with the detainee. Oh, okay. So they still with have the options. I mean, they still have options. So you bust okay. the pimp, right? but you can still get busy with the prostitute, and that's not a violation of the statute. And then she talks you into letting the pimp go. And that's another loophole that they need to close. Yeah, they, they got all these now, loopholes all up there. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm looking this at this like a lawyer that says, you know, I didn't rob the car. My arm robbed the car. And the judge said, okay, well, then I'm sending your arm to prison. And the guy walks over, pulls a strap, and this artificial limb falls off on the table. Wow. <laughs> yeah. True, true now, story. Yeah. What, what I want to know is, at what point did the use of handcuffs change from a sex act to an official act? Oh, yeah, true. True. I guess it's more, you know, it's a consent. It's, you know, it's custody versus consent, you know. And probably as soon as they attach the pink fuzz. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you've got fuzz on the handcuffs. Oh, once the pink fuzz goes on, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's definitely a consensual well, thing. This whole thing came about uh, a couple of years ago when an 18-year-old woman uh, was accused two NYPD officers of raping her in the back of a police van while she was handcuffed uh, and arrested on uh, marijuana possession charges. Uh, They were originally charged or indicted with nearly 50 charges, including kidnap, rape, sexual abuse, and official misconduct. Uh, You know, and the the argument is they did a rape kit, they matched up the DNA, uh, and their attorney said, well, you know, the DNA evidence can't prove the encounter wasn't consensual. Right, right. No, I can see that. You listen uh, I'm sure it was against an agency policy, but now they made it a law. You know, I, hopefully an agency like NYPD has a policy that says don't have sex with a prisoner. Yeah. Well, they do have something that, you know, they claim that the consensual sex with someone in custody uh, and they're facing charges, uh, the officer at most would face a misdemeanor for official misconduct. So this actually opens it up where the officers can be charged with sexual assault or rape or, or however they define it there in New York. Okay. All right. Uh, evidently, uh, once again, they uh, 
they're talking about gun gun show loopholes, and uh, they got they got loopholes in their own. This just doesn't make. You know, I, they probably need a law now that says uh, necrophilia is a crime. You know, this is this is you've got to come up now with all the idiot laws. You 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 know you can't. Uh, is the dead body in custody? And did it consent? Well, how could it consent? Well, as it uh, did you off, forward, it looked did like its head did went you, up and down. Did you offer it a cup of tea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, don't give well, the body a cup I'm, of tea. I'm pretty sure it didn't say no. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you would like me to not have sex with you, please please speak up now. That is not how you offer well, someone a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> if they're not able to answer, no, I wouldn't like a cup of tea, yeah. you're forcing them to have a cup yeah, of tea. You're right. You're correct. You're correct. Oh, oh now that they, 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 they question that if the person has a heart attack and they're not breathing and you administer mouth to mouth and CPR, uh, was that a, a unwanted sexual conduct by that person? That's not unsexual, unwanted sexual conduct unless you use your tongue. <laughs> and make eye contact. <laughs> you slip uh, on the tongue while you're giving a mouth to mouth, then it's a problem. Bill, thank you again for bringing us some of the top stories we discuss all show long. And please, sir, please be safe down there. Absolutely, guys. And tell our brothers and sisters in blue, remember to wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sick. Always go home at the end of your shift. And you're listening to Arms Room Radio. Come to you live from the Celtic Studios. And guys, we'll see you right after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Uh, last segment, last segment of the program right here. Uh, you know, it, it rolls right through. Um, I want to thank uh, Major Bill for joining us last segment. It's always Listen, he's he's a he's a full time boss in the, in the police there, so uh, you know he he could be scheduled to come on the program, and sometimes uh, you know he's not able to. Just like with uh, with Kevin, you know, we've how many, how many, it's been it hadn't been super often, but there's been a couple times we're sitting there at the microphones and his phone rings, and well, we hope he comes back during the show, but that's what you get. You, you get you get maximum effort, you know, when you when you call his number. I do sometimes have to take a call. No, clients first. Clients come yeah. first. I get, well, I get, hold on, family first, right, and then. The client's second. <laughs> well, you know, the, the family looks at it as, no, 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 that's how you make a living. Yeah, yeah, there you I, go. There you I, go. Was in, uh, I was in the, the old Gander Mountain okay. before it went out of business. Right, right. Years ago. Yeah, before they turned all anti-gun. Yeah. A- and I was in there, and my daughter, who was probably 13 or 14 at the time, had a friend of hers with her. Okay. And they saw Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. They, the kids were going crazy. They bought a disposable camera i mean they didn't have cell phones right. with cameras on them yeah so they're 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 going to take pictures with larry the cable guy right right you're doing and my wife right. says to larry the cable guy's wife who has a small child in her arms right well i'm so sorry and she goes no no it's okay this is why we can shop here yeah yeah and then i get in line behind him and they gave me his bill because they thought it was his dad oh oh which he thought was almost as funny as the clerk did. I was not amused. <laughs> I look old enough to be his dad. That that seems oh, yeah. to happen to you quite frequently. Yeah, you're not kidding. Somebody today was giving me a hard time about the, my question about George Washington. I ask people a question about George Washington. Who was the first president of the United States? And they'll say, George Washington. And I'll say, really? Were you there? And somebody said, well, you were there. And I went, no, I wasn't. That's it. Yeah. I was in China during the American Revolution. <laughs> Yep, yep, exactly when right. When in doubt, he was in China. I was in China. Oh, boy. oh, you know what? Interesting story. No, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We don't need it. We don't need oh, it. Oh, squirrel. We don't need it. We got stories to get to. We got stories to get to. We're going to get to them now. Major Bill joined us, and uh, he gave us, you know, the, the, the legal update out of New York, by the way. <laughs> what the heck is going on up there? But, uh, but, but uh, all right, all right. That's, that's over... 
That's over law, over legislation. That's too many. Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a senator. I need to come up with something. I need to name my name on a law. You know what this is? This is almost like Louisiana. If it's not written down as illegal, it's not illegal. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's civil law. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's not like common law, which says uh, if they're a prisoner, you can't touch them. Right. You yeah. can't beat them, and you can't pet them. Right. Yeah, <laughs> okay. You can't do anything to them at all. Sort of been petting. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. You yeah, can't do any yeah. of those things. And uh, apparently in New York, uh, they had to tell the cops, yeah, officially, yeah. you're not yeah. allowed to pet Ooh. the detainees. What are you talking about? Hey, <laughs> what is going on? You can't with the with the, with the, with the guy in the No, back. I called yeah. the major, and yeah. he said, I got dibs. Yeah, said, no, it's he not going to work yeah, that yeah. way. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, these were some stories that we had with for, uh, Major Bill, but we, uh, we, we, we got off a little topic there. Well, it was on topic. We just went on a tangent on that topic, so... We're going to cover some of the stuff that he didn't have the opportunity to. Out of uh, Mansfield, Ohio. Mansfield, Ohio. This is a, this is nice and timely. From last week. Police say an Ohio woman has been arrested for making lewd comments to an Easter bunny. That is not why she was arrested. That's the story headline. But you cannot get arrested for your freedom of speech of telling the Easter bunny what you think of the Easter bunny. Well, now, hold on. First off, I want to clarify this says an Easter Bunny. I'm not sure if it was the Easter Bunny, as Kevin has alleged. I, you know, it could have been. Maybe that's the issue. If you, there's a higher standard, you know, when you uh, when I you, insulted you, an imaginary entity. <laughs> no, what she got arre- what she got arrested for was public intoxication. Authority ah, authorities okay. say they were called to the Richland Carousel Park in Mansfield on Saturday after the woman made the comments while taking a picture with the Easter Bunny. Police reports. The police reports she began to ride the carousel after making the comments. Okay, I'm just going to tell you right up front here. We don't know what the comments were. Doesn't no, make any no, difference. No idea oh, what the comments were. Uh, but but uh, how lewd? <laughs> yeah, a lewd yeah. comment. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it was lewd. Uh, uh, arriving officers reported that the 54-year-old. That's not. That's that's the suspect, not the Easter Bunny. The 54-year-old <laughs> appeared to be intoxicated. With slurred speech and unsteadiness on her feet. The Easter Bunny is a lot older than that because my understanding is that that's how Christ got out of the tomb. Is that the Easter Bunny helped roll the stone away? Well, yeah. I mean, it's that's where same, the eggs were hidden. Same day. Yeah, yeah. Same day. That was a while ago. Yeah. The woman was arrested for drunkenness and transported to the county jail about 70 miles north. Authorities say she was issued a summons to appear in court and has since been released from jail. And had to hitchhike all the way back to the carousel to get her car. Um, you know, what what could you possibly say that they would... I, I'm still dumbfounded by this. I, lewd? Yeah, lewd, vulgar, vulgar maybe. Maybe you're making vulgar comments. Maybe that's the way this works. But yeah, if you decide, listen, I'm going to go get drunk and say some rude things to an Easter bunny, and then when I'm done, I'm riding the carousel. <laughs> I'm gonna ride the carousel until the police come. Up. Well, you know what? Maybe you should be beating up a golden archers at a McDonald's or something like that. Wait. I, I don't know. Oh, that was last there's week. more. <laughs> that was last week's. That's last story. week's story. Uh, uh, I, you know what? I'd love to be her lawyer. That would. Uh, yeah. Would love to be. Yeah. No, no. I want the Easter Bunny to appear in costume that's for right. his deposition. Oh yeah. 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 Deposition because, in but, court. Yes, right. Yeah. Because you weren't a person when you were in that costume. You were reflecting yourself as an entity. Yeah. And uh, I don't think the Easter Bunny can appear except on Easter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or at least like the week before if it's a mall bunny, you know? No, no, no. Because then I can not waste speedy trial and they can't get their witness to appear 
oh, in character next until next year, year and yeah. the 190 or the 180 days will right. run. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that was going to be my question. Yeah. So then, do they release her, they, or do they, they hold her? They they can't. Okay. They yeah. have to, no, no. charge her. She's got to be charged within 180 days. Okay. No, she got to be tried. Okay. Tried. I'm sorry, tried within 180 Fe- days. Felony 180 yeah. here and yeah. uh, misdemeanor 90. Yep. Yeah. Well, 100, 175 actually, but right. there's some recapture period. That's technical. That's what you get. Maximum yeah. effort yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. Maximum effort. Uh, second story that uh, Major Bill didn't have the opportunity to get to. It's another police story, and I'm wondering perhaps if a canine was involved in this. Uh, We'll we'll get through the story together here, folks. Uh, Texas police are looking for a man that has a less-than-flattering nickname. Okay, Uh, gentlemen, um, I'm going to give you the opportunity to come up with a less-than-flattering nickname that won't get us fined. And I'll I'll ask you if you you happen to know a (laughs) Um, less-than-flattering nickname. Post-it note buttocks. There we go. Post-it note buttocks. That'd be that would be one. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna go simple with lefty. Lefty. There you go. That's that's a that's a ah. But when you say flattering. this yeah. po- this right. name, you'll know why I went with post-it note buttocks. Okay, okay. I figured you probably had a little insight. Uh, Drasadrian Hunter, also known as Stinky Butt. <laughs> <laughs> is wanted by the Jacksonville Police Department in Northeast Texas. Department says Hunter has warrants for his arrest uh, in several counties. Press release from the police did not disclose what he had been charged with. Police say Hunter was last seen on Wednesday around 4.07 p.m. walking around the area of Lincoln Park. He was described wearing a black hoodie and black jeans. Officers reportedly responded to the area, and Hunter immediately took off, running into the wooded area. Police say they set up a perimeter where Hunter was last spotted, but were unable to apprehend him. Police dispatched a helicopter and canine team during the search, but were still unable to find him. Now, folks, because the me dog tell walked in there and went, Whoo! No, I am not chasing that guy. If a Whew, dog <laughs> cannot pick up the scent of somebody called Stinky Butt. Yeah. You need to get a new dog. You need to yeah. your dog that, has that, slipped through the loophole. That dog looked at him and went, You're gonna make me bite him and I'm gonna lose my teeth. Yeah, that's right. No, he he's fine. Right. You leave him alone. <laughs> He'll show up in a hospital emergency room somewhere soon needing some ointment. Yeah. Yeah. We'll catch him then. Oh, yeah. that, that dog suffered from sensory overload. That's it. Yeah, maybe the, the dog couldn't track him. It's just the dog refused to. Bloodhound started <laughs> sneezing. You know, I'm it's not like, yeah, Listen. I can smell him, and I'm going the other direction. Right. The dog stops at the car and goes, he's, he's over that way. Point, pointing his nose about a mile away. He's over that way. I'm not getting any closer. That's right. He's over that way. If you can't smell him yourself, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going home with you tonight. Listen, I'm a dog, and I know the guy's name is Stinky Butt. <laughs> right? I'm not going over there. You go get him. I'm not. You want me to put him in my mouth? No, 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 <laughs> not no, gonna no, happen. No, 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 not gonna happen. Uh, well, I guess maybe that's a tactic. You know, if you listen, if you're uh, got the dog coming after you, just uh, spend years of your life working to be known as Stinky Butt, and you won't get a canine to put his jaws down on you. So I don't, I don't. Mm, I'll pass. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> Especially if I'm the dog. Uh, hey, folks, thank you for joining us uh, today on the program. We uh, we had a good time with you. We always do. Uh, we look forward to uh, you joining us back next week. Uh, until next week, though, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. We'll see you next week.
The Kel-Tec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 